let's try this again. Sounds a whole lot motherfucking better. How y'all doing today? This is your girl, Model E, your host of the E and Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning to another bi-weekly episode. So guys, I am so excited that the sun is coming out. I'm hearing the birds chirping again. But one thing that I do not look forward to in the summertime is the aggravating, annoying bugs and mosquitoes, they already out. It's not even fully summertime yet. March just came in and they are already annoying as hell. That's the only thing I don't like about summer, but I love my summer. I'm so glad to see the sun because I am tired of the rain. I am tired of the coldness. I'm definitely tired of the mixed weather, and I know that you guys are as well. So let's 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 pray to have summer come in and just stay in because we all tired, and plus we want to get out this damn house. During the summertime, I like to get out, have my toes out, look cute. Whereas in the wintertime, I'm more of you know, in hibernation mode. I don't want to do anything but just stay in the house because I don't like the cold. The cold, it, it just, it, it does something to me and I don't like it. And I don't want to do anything. I basically just want to, you know, be by myself. And I know that's sad to say, but the cold weather just does something to me and I don't like it. I don't. So I am glad you guys are back, back with me. I miss you guys. Sorry for not putting out an episode last week. But, um, you know, I just had so many things going on and I really didn't get time. But you guys know I'm always here for you. I'm, I'm going to always come back and give you, you know, my love, you know, fill your knowledge basket up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So before we start the show, I want you guys to continue to keep up with me. Continue to tell your friends about me. Tell them about the Ian Friends podcast, about how dope that it is, how I make you laugh, how I make you cry sometimes, and how sometimes I just raise your eyebrows up and like, what? What did she just say? Tell them all about that. All right? So follow me on Instagram at Ian Friends Pod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And I'm also going to throw out my other podcast that I am a co-host on is the Life and Love podcast with Erica and Sean. Yes, that is me and my husband. Say that one more time, girl. Yes, yes. I'm going to say it one more time. That is me and my husband. We are doing a podcast called Life and Love. And this is our second season, but I think we're going to call it, you know, our first season because the first season we were on another network. So now we are actually on our own network, which is the Got What You Need Network. So make sure you go and check it out and listen to all of our other pods that we have on there. We basically have the whole week fill out through Monday through Sunday, basically. So just go pick a day or every day throughout the week, just listen to one of our podcasts and let us know how you like our content. All right. All right. So um, I'm, I'm glad that I had got this email right just before I you know, started this conversation with you guys. And I'm glad that it came in. I don't know where um, I found this or 
how did I sign up for it? I don't know, but it has been coming in my email for a while. And I, I guess maybe it's some marriage group that I joined. It is called Atlanta Couple, um, Atlanta Couple Therapy. And it's a husband and wife. And her name is Dr. Laura Lois. So she sends out this email, you know, like weekly or every other week she sends it out. Just, you know, showing little things of, you know, telling little things of how you can, you know, continue to be more um, intimate with your partner, um, especially during these times during COVID where we, you know, basically kind of spend a lot of time with each other. So, um, so there are actually um, five ways to protect your marriage during the pandemic. And these are some examples that she gives us. And I am going to actually read them to you because... It is um definitely good. It's it's good. So um she goes and she talk about the days of COVID nineteen, how we are all spending a lot of time together, and I know sometimes during this COVID, even though we've been in COVID for what two years, it seems like it's been longer than that because we just been in the house with each other. We just been chilling. A lot of people didn't make it. A lot of people didn't make it because their communication problem or they find out that they really didn't like that person like they thought they were you know so everybody in the house so it was a little harder it put more you know strain it strained our relationship more um like I say you know some people fell apart some people came together closer but whatever the situation is the COVID brought it out of what it was supposed to be so I'm gonna go ahead and get back to this. So the first one thing that she said that you could consider during this global pandemic is praise. Now, basically she's saying connecting on a spiritual level can be effective for you and your mate, you know, at this time is to connect yourself spiritually. The second one is say to pray. And what it does is you commit with your spouse to pray together and have our opportunity for spiritual intimacy, pray over your marriage together. Now, I am not the most religious person. Now, I grew up going to church every day with my grandmother. My grandmother was the statue of uh, my religious events in my life. If it wasn't for my grandmother, Mm, I probably wouldn't know as much as I did today or even go to church. <laughs> but um, I'm thankful for my grandmother that she taught me that. And even after she left this world, I miss her so much. You know, I, I still, I kept up the routine. I started going by myself and stuff. And, um, but as I got older, you know, I learned how to research and read and understand for myself. And it's a lot of things that uh, I'm kind of, you know, conflicting with of what it says, but I'm not going to get into that. But I'm sure a lot of you can agree with me. The older you get, the more knowledge you get and you can understand for yourself and not really listening to as what other people say and taking it as the full guaranteed truth. You understand what I'm saying? All right. So number three, Dr. Lois goes and talk about communicate well. Listen to one another and collaborate together on what steps your family should take during these unprecedented times. This is what I'm always preaching to you guys. Communication 
plays a major role in relationships? Yes, a lot of us think that we talk to each other, but most of the times we are talking at each other. One thing that I hate is for someone to talk to me like I am a child. I don't like that. I am grown. We can sit down and we can have a calm relationship and letting each other take turns speaking and not jumping down each other's throat. So the communication process will definitely help during this pandemic and after the pandemic. Number four, stay active. Exercise together, go on a walk, or have a midday quickie. Mm, now that sounds good. That's right on my alley right there. Whatever works well for you. We all know sex is healthy. And you can stay active that way. It can get your, your blood pumping. It can get that heart rate going. And we all know what they say about that heart rate pump when you're having sex. Hey. All right. Number five, the last one, develop a routine. She says, most of us are facing upheavals in our daily routines, which means we need to establish new ones. Routines help guard against unmet expectations, while much of the fear generated by the pandemic comes from what we don't know. Routines help provide a measure of stability and reliability. Take time to identify goals and desires for the time being break up household responsibilities and keep up with them. Now, we all know when you're in a relationship, especially in a marriage, we have to have a routine. And a lot of times we each have a role, basically. Um, my routine is getting up, getting the kids together, make sure everyone eats, kids go to school, get myself together a little bit focus on hubby during that time because you know both of us are at home so we kind of you know take little lunch breaks and stuff together and you know just kind of establish that routine now um I say and I'm gonna go ahead and say this and I tell him to I do more in the house now he does more of the paying the bills, make sure everything is right. My routine is just taking care of everything else within the house. Just making sure that the train keeps on going and runs smoothly. That's what I do. And sometimes I feel like I need to break that routine because sometimes it feels like it gets overwhelming, you know? And he always says, well, you know, you are not the only one. And and I know a lot of other women can agree with me on this. And I've had this conversation uh, with a few women before. And for the woman, for us, it's a lot on us, you know, in a marriage, in a household. It's a lot of things that we have to do. And, you know, yes, the men can say, oh, well, I do this, I do that. But really, the mother is basically the nurture one she makes sure everything is run smoothly and she is constantly going she is going and going and going like the energizer bunny and sometimes we have to break that routine and you know keep new ones and try to do things a little bit more together 
So I want to thank Dr. Lois for sending out that email. That was um that was very good. I hope that you guys take that information and fill your knowledge basket up with that. Yes, yes, yes. Say that one more time, girl. Yeah, fill your knowledge basket with that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go next into Netflix. You know, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Netflix, but I never don't want to let his ass go. Like, he is a man who I know, you know, he trips sometimes. Sometimes he doesn't show good movies or sometimes it be half-assed, but I still keep paying for him to be around. I just can't not kick him to the curb because if I do, he's going to come up with something good and I'm going to miss it. So that's how me and Netflix work. But they do have some good movies that has come out and that is coming out later on this year. And I'm going to, you know, read a, a few of them with you. Some that I think, you know, that would be very good. Um, the first one is Medea Homecoming, you know, of course, with Tyler Perry, which I thought Tyler was going to quit doing these, but I actually saw this one last week, and this was pretty good. I love the fact how he, Lord, pretended to be like Beyonce. He did this whole show at the end, and it was long. It was very long, but this was actually a great show, and this um, show is about how um, the family comes into town to celebrate um, Medea's great-grandson graduation from college. And then it was a lot of secret, um, hidden secrets and stuff. But I'm not going to spill the beans. You guys will have to watch it. That actually had came out February 25th. So that is out now on Netflix. So make sure you go ahead and see that. Another one is um, called They Cloned Tyrone. So it's a series of eerie events thrust an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy and that's with um jamie fox tiana paris and i love her as a um actress i really do love her and joy um john boyega um he is on there as well which looks like will be pretty good um i'm definitely gonna keep my eye out for that one um another one is called boo um, I probably will not end up watching this, um, not to have anything against Marlon Wayans, but, um, Marlon Wayans is a good actor, don't get me wrong, the Wayne brothers, they are dope, no matter what, they're fire. Um, but, you know, sometimes the movies can be a little cheesy, and yes, I'm cheesy, I love little cheesy movies, but, um, I don't think I'm going to be too interested in this one, but, um, this, the, the plot of this is when a teenager accidentally unleashes a mischievous spirit on Halloween, causing decorations to come alive and wreck havoc. Um, she must team up with her skeptical father to save their town. So this seemed like it will be a good family um, movie. Um, it kind of reminds me when it, the title was Boo, it kind of re reminds me of Medea Boo. All right, so we got another one called You People. And, of course, this is your boy, Eddie Murphy and Leah Long and Jonah Hill and some other people. And this is about a new couple and their families find themselves examining modern love and family dynamics amidst clashing cultures and generational difference. This definitely sounds like a movie where Eddie Murphy will make. Sounds good. I might go ahead and watch you people. 
Let me see another one. Hmm. It was another one on here. Yes, this one. It's called Day Shift. It's with Jamie Foxx. Snoop Dogg is also on here. And Dave Franco. This is a hardworking dad wants to provide a good life for his daughter, but his mundane pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income. Haunting and killing vampires. Oh, wow. That is dope. Jamie Foxx playing as a vampire. And um, let's see. It's good. Oh my god, y'all. The mothership. I'm not sure this is out yet, but I'm definitely gonna look at this one. This is Holly Berry and Omari Hardwick. Both of those great actors. I love both of them. And the plot is um Sarah, a year after her husband mysteriously vanished from their rural farm, discovers a strange extraterrestrial object underneath their home. Sarah and her kids embark on a race to find the truth. That should be dope, dope, dope. All right, guys. So um, you can also go and catch this on Buzz. Um, it tells you all the, the new flicks that are coming out. And um, the, the ones that I read, you know, it looks like the one that I would actually watch. But it's a good bit of them. It's about, what, almost 30 new movies that will be coming out on Netflix. So to say... I will be keeping my Netflix subscription. <laughs> okay, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. All right, Brittany Grinner. Oh my God, what is going on with Brittany Grinner? Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to tell y'all much now. I really don't do too much of sports, but when I, when I saw this on social media, Brittany Grinner, I said, hold on, that name sounds familiar. So I went and looked it up, and she's a basketball player. She plays for um, uh, the Phoenix Mercury. And there's a, look, first of all, let me go ahead and shout out y'all female um, basketball player. Y'all are dope. I remember that I wanted to be a basketball player when I was in high school, but y'all, look... <laughs> I tried, I tried to be a basketball player, but I, I just been tall and, and clumsy. Like I, I was just clumsy and, and I just feel, you know, I'm, I was just supposed to be a model. I'm supposed to just look pretty and that's it. You know, I tried, I, I wasn't good at layups and stuff. I'm not going to even lie to y'all. I wasn't good at layups. So, you know, I think I tried out for about a couple weeks and after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to still go with y'all to these games. So I'm going to be y'all scorekeeper. So I just went to the, went with them to the games all the time and became the scorekeeper. <laughs> I ain't no Britney Jenner, but, um, you know, you know, you know, now I play with the kids and stuff. I can do a little something. And then they be like, oh, mom, I didn't know you know how to do that. Yeah, boy, I don't have this hype for nothing. But uh, I'm, I'm not um, a WNBA material, okay? I wish I was. I would have been getting that cash right now, but... Yeah, it didn't work out for you, girl. So, I just decided to be a model. So, here you go. It is Model E. <laughs> Say that one more time, girl. That's right. It's Model E. All right. So, Brittany, right? I think this happened like a day ago or something. It, it, it couldn't happen too long ago. But, hey, Russian was like, hold up. We got a, a star American basketball player over here. Let's go ahead and uh, de de detain her. So, um, what happened was 
they found Haitian's Haitian oil in her luggage at an airport near Moscow. And the Russian news agency TASS has identified her, you know, as the star American player. Look, y'all, with all that's going on right now between Russia and Ukraine, I'm if I was Brittany and they found that um Haitian oil, which is uh basically like marijuana basically, and I think that stuff is illegal over there. I probably would have been like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and stay here so I can get my ass back home because it is too much shit going on to go over there and get stuck. I don't care how much money you got, how rich you are. I'm not going to put myself in that situation because it's a hard time right now. These people over there fighting, tearing shit up. And to be honest, I don't want no part of it. I don't want no part of it. But I hope everything works out um, for Brittany. I hope she, you know, comes back home to her family and everything. But, um... I would have just been like, you know what? I can't go to this game today because I just couldn't take that chance. Me, I just couldn't take that chance. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Would, would y'all take that chance? It's too much shit going on. It's, yeah, I'm not going to even get into it, but I wouldn't take that chance. It's too much. Yeah, all right. Let me see what else I got for y'all. Let me tell y'all something. I did a thing, right? And it's been something that my husband has been trying to get me to do for years, which is when I was in college back in 2000, um, as I was doing my business plan and I said, you know, I, I wanted to be, um, a public notary, um, for South Carolina and I never done it. I just kept putting it off and just procrastinating and so, out of the blue, a couple of weeks ago, my husband said, you know what, since you got some time on your hands, you should go and take your, your, your notary class to become a notary. And I'm like, good idea. So, I immediately, I jumped on it. I contacted the schools and I got into the program. And I know a lot of you saying, well, dang, she got into the school, got into the program. All you got to do is take a test online. See, for the state of North Carolina... You have to go through a certification. You have to go through a class. Someone has to teach you the basics of being a notary public. So this is why North Carolina is the best of the best state at this. North Carolina has the fewest um, mistakes when it comes to notary because they take their time and they teach their um, um, notary publics how to actually go out into feel and how to do everything right. And um, I actually went through that class um, this past week and I, I must say it was good. I'm, I'm very happy of the outcome of it. The uh, instructor, she, I think she said she's done that for 25 years and um, it was a good bit of people in that class. We did it virtual. We did it virtual. And she made it fun. You know, uh, all, you know, a lot of us had went places and got stuff notarized. And they never, you know, asked us any questions. Like, you know, first of all, it's 
what documents that you have. It's, it's, it's to the degree of which document you have. That sometimes people, they have to do an affirm or an oath. And I've never seen anyone done that, you know? Um, and, you know, recently I had to go through a, a, a notarization process at the bank and um, I actually found a mistake that what this one woman did at the bank. And I went back and I took my notary class and she was like, oh no, that's a no-no. <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay, North Carolina will help you understand these things and, you know, what mistakes you can't make. And it just helped minimize those. So um, I went through a class and at the end of the class, um, you have to take this, it's a 50 test question and you have 30 minutes to do it. And y'all, I passed that shit. I passed it. So I am going to be... A North Carolina Secretary of State Notary Public. Hey, hey, give me a round of applause, y'all. Hey, that's right. Your girl did it. So, y'all know when I get my stuff in the mail, I'm going to be showing off. And if y'all need y'all shit notarized, but it better be legal. I got your back, okay? <laughs> All right, guys, I just wanted to give you all that good news and enjoy this nice weather, guys, and stay out the way and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about the Ian Friends podcast, and I am going to let you guys go for tonight. See you later. Peace.